Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Self Mastery is Self Love podcast. I have super big goals that this will become the absolute number one best podcast for new and aspiring online business owners who want to start and maintain consistent health routines so that she feels energized in her body in 30 minutes a day. If you're new to this podcast, I am your host, Michelle Valentine. Welcome, welcome. I am a love your body health coach for women with a playful vibe. Today's episode is one I'm really excited for. You see, I'm going to be sharing a replay with you of an interview. I was a guest interview in the Thrive No Matter What community on Facebook. And here I had the opportunity to speak from the perspective of a single mom. Um, Noelle is a stress and time management coach for moms. And so she invited me to come on and just share some of my time management tips from the perspective of a single mom. Uh, For those that are still getting to know my story, um, I've been a single mom at the age of 20 and raised my awesome daughter. More more on that in another episode. Uh, But in this interview, we discuss what honoring ourselves and our bodies as a woman is like what that is and what that looks like. And um, this is in reference to our monthly cycles specifically and how women, we need to start operating from our feminine, not the masculine, and how um, burnout is the byproduct of us trying to hustle like dudes. (laughs) Um, So we're going to be talking a bit about that. And when we And when we do pay attention to our cycles, it really makes a huge difference in our energy levels and how we feel. And so if you're someone who's exhausted too often and wonder, like, when the heck are you going to get all the things done? This episode is for you. Um, I hope that you will enjoy this replay. And I also share a time, uh, like a five-step framework energy cheat sheet. Um, It applies to all moms, not just single moms. Uh, So I do have that giveaway as well to you. So at the end, I will be uh, sharing an invitation as to how you could access that. Or if you go to the show notes, there will be uh, my self-mastery is self-love at gmail.com. You will be able to just send send me an email that says freebie and I can send that freebie to you. So Without further ado, I hope you enjoy the episode. Um, with everybody, so I really appreciate that. Oh, I appreciate you having me here. Yeah. So good. Anything, yeah. Anything to help another mama out. Yeah, thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, so do you want to share a little bit about um, yourself, your background? Do you have a health coaching business and a lot of exciting things going on? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Michelle Valentine. And um, I know that you, Noelle invited me here to speak, uh, just to speak from the perspective of a single mom. Uh, I've been a single, I had my daughter when I was 20. She's 21 now, but I, I raised her solo for 19 years. So I was actually really excited to talk about this this topic on time management and just helping women really tap into their energy in the best way possible because like hindsight's always a gift and um, you know now like when you're, you remove yourself and you kind of look back on like wow what are some things I would have done differently my goodness if I so I really um, made a list of uh, things to, to hopefully that's going to help you and there are tools that I wish that I had or even knew existed. Um, so I really hope that they're going to help you. And uh, what I do in my business is I am a love your body accountability health coach, and I'm really passionate about helping the emerging aspiring entre- entrepreneurial women who's building her dream business um, move from burnout to feeling energized and at home in her body, even when she doesn't think she has time. And really, I always, I always just, I really try to teach from the standpoint is like as long as we can dedicate a consistent 10 to 30 minutes a day. That's really all you need. Um, so that, that, that's the woman that I help. And, uh, and yeah, so sometimes, um, like usually the women that first come to me, they, they're usually coming to me with a, a weight loss goal. Um, but what we, we, we go down the, the path through my three-step nurture soul method is we really actually find out 
a lot of it is the is adopting the the different like healthy mindset perspectives um, to master time and energy. Um, and it's actually not about doing more. And so really, what I help women with is, is I actually teach from the perspective of how can we actually um, look at our hormones and and um, not just hormones, but even just ways of actually doing less. So that's what we'll be talking about today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah, and a lot of us, you know, we're just in go mode and we don't think about these things and we just like keep going and then we burn out and we're like, oh my gosh, why am I so tired all the time? I'm so frustrated with how things are. That's the worst because isn't that, oh my gosh, isn't it, isn't it the, I don't know about you, but I, I finally, it didn't really hit me until one day I had friends that were saying to me, like, Michelle, every time I talk to you, like all I hear is that you're tired all the time. So it just, it become, it become, it, you know, we tend to then just manifest that and that's just our, our normal. And, um, and, and I just found along the journey, it was actually my health scares. I've had some, not just health injuries, but I had a few, um, part of my health story was, um, not, it took, it was probably about like four or five different times, even from the age of 15 till now 41, I've had different health issues. And it was my body like telling me, Hey, Michelle, you need to stop doing that, slow down each time. It was a lesson for me. And each time it was a lesson for me to actually stop and, um, stop going a mile a minute <laughs> Yeah, and learn something new. So, yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of us have had those health scares and, you know, we just kind of think we're invincible and we should be able to just keep going and do everything. Um, but we're just not built for that. And it's, it's okay for us to slow down and take time to nurture ourselves and it's not selfish and it's, it's really needed. <laughs> I love that you talk about like it's not selfish because I often hear that from women. We feel there's this mom, there's this pandemic of mom guilt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there's mom guilt, and uh, and maybe we were maybe we just weren't um, raised in an environment where uh, taking time to relax was encouraged, and so that's something. That's some, yeah, I hear I hear the mom guilt stuff. I think I think it just it seems to be uh, part of our patriarchal culture. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And like one of the analogies, you know, one of the analogies we hear is if you're in a plane and it's crashing, you always put your oxygen mask on first so that you can help other people. And like everyday life is like that. And we never think of it that way. Um, but if we're not taking care of ourselves, who else is going to do it the way we can? Um, nobody knows like we're the only ones that can feel into our bodies until when we're um, when we just need to slow down and rest and um, you know things like that. Yeah, and that, isn't that interesting? Like, it. I don't know about you. Like, when like do you find that you're really good at like paying attention to the signals that our bodies are telling us, or does it usually does it usually only happen when something really bad happens? You know, that's it, that you know the universe kind of kicks in and is like, if you're not going to listen and pay attention, I'm just going to slow you down for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's happened to me a few times. I think I'm getting better about tuning in and like, I'm noticing, you know, kind of like we talked about a little bit, um, how our, our monthly hormone cycles and everything going on, they actually feed into it. Um, I know there's like certain times of the month where I have tons of energy and other times where I just want to do nothing but like eat and sleep. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it's like, I, I'm excited to talk more about that with you. Awesome. So, so ask me anything. What, um, I guess, what were some of the questions that came up from your community? Was there, was there anything specific that they wanted me to speak to before I came up with, like, I came up with, um, what I think is, it's something powerful that is super helpful. Um, and I've got them in point form, so I can share with that anytime you want. But if there's any questions that anybody has, or if they're watching the replay and they put hashtag replay question, like I'm happy to answer any questions. Yeah, um, nothing came through ahead of time. Um, so we can just kind of like dive right in. I know like just from one-on-one -on -one discussions from a lot of the ladies that are part of my group, um, like things they struggle with is, are just um, feeling really tired and overwhelmed with things going on. And how do you 
um, kind of readjust and slow down, but that seems counterintuitive because you have all this stuff hanging over your head to get done. So mm -hmm. <laughs> like, how do you take care of yourself and get things done? <laughs> all right, I got a plan. So Yay! I Yay! <laughs> and that was, and I, I just wanna, again, I, I mean, this is for single month, but I, I also actually, uh, when you're sharing here, I think that this same, um, same, these same principles apply to, because there's a lot of moms that are, are in um, marriages or, or partnerships that um, even though they have a partner, it doesn't necessarily mean that they have that support. And so I really want to speak to that as well, because I've talked to many moms and I've even known some moms in my family mm -hmm. who did not always have like a lot of support from their spouses and depending on whatever the arrangements are, um, in your family household, but I think this applies for even like what my women that are married, um, is that because many, I've even heard many moms tell me that even though they have a partner, they often feel like they're still kind of a single parent because they're doing everything, they're nurturing everything else. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I just think that the number one thing, like when I think about time management for single moms or any moms is we have to be willing to have consistent routines and I, I didn't always buy into this. I used to just be someone who was always responding or reacting to the environment. Like I didn't really, I was never actually taught. I really wasn't taught to me skills about planning and organizations. It was really just like wait to be told what to do. Uh, I was just in the, in, I, I was just always in the, in the waiting game of having someone like waiting to be directed. And so, mm -hmm. um, when I became a mom or, you know, at the age of 20, um, that was really my first, like, you know, two feet in the, the I mean, big, having to really figure out um, in, a, in a beautiful but messy inspired way of like how to figure out this parenting thing because I mean, other than my mom and a couple close family members and the what to expect when you're expecting pregnancy book, like there really yeah. wasn't a whole, I, I just didn't have a whole lot of tools. So it was really about, um, I was, willing to like always be willing to get up and move and look for answers and so now in hindsight i would say that the number one thing is to actually like looking back on all that now i would say if there's anything i'd go back and tell my 21 or my 20 year old self is to have routines and start developing the habit of planning before starting anything so you actually finish the things that you start <laughs> and so yeah. Do you want me to keep going or do you have any Yeah, Just nope, keep going. Keep going. Sounds great. Okay, okay great. Um, and so when I thought about consistent routines and I, and I wanted to even just speak to like how this is applicable because um, I'm sure you have a lot of like moms here um, that are working moms, maybe some moms that are working in a business and some that are doing both. Um, so number one, um, which is something that I used to put at the wayside is is health always came last and something I've really um, advocated for for the last 13 years. It's really been 13 years now. I've been on this um, health journey and studying and learning and unlearning, actually mostly unlearning things that, yeah. um, that were not serving me. And we just, and, and, and here's the thing, like we did not get this kind of education in our school system. We really were taught such basic information. And so um, I hope this just helps someone who is maybe even being a little too hard on themselves. Is like oh, there's a lot of things that many of us just weren't taught. Um, so I hope that this framework here helps you save time and energy. Um, but number one, your health has to be. If you can adopt the perspective of health is number one asset, because it's just like Noel said, when you know if you're on an airplane, rule number one, they actually say if you if the plane goes down, you're gonna put your own health mask on, otherwise you can't breathe, right? So yep. health being number one, time and time again, I usually see women, um, they wait until it's too late or there's something bad that happens before they do anything about it. And so what I'm really hoping to build more awareness on is, is to start making health priority number one, because when you have your health, you're going to be energetic in everything else in your life. And so when I looked at health, um, which I actually made, uh, I made a freebie to, that you can give to if any of those that want that. I made, uh, it's a five-step um, guide here. And awesome. 
So the pers- like the health perspective, I really like. I'm really advocating for women to take a, a like a brand new look. I mean, maybe it's not brand new. It's brand it's brand newish to me. Or the last like it's the things that I've been adopting like the last five years. Um, number one, track your hormones. I wish somebody told me about hormones because when I <laughs> I don't know about you, but in school. Everything that was taught to me in our in our developmental years was pretty negative. Like a lot of things that were taught to to uh, adolescents, youth was like at least in my experience, it was a lot of like ew, gross negativity, and quite frankly, some of the information that was taught, um, I was really scared. I was like, you know, so from a young age, when your hormones are developing, you're automatically taught to be scared of yourself and be scared of your body, and um, yeah, so it's um, so when I so now after you know having raised a child and being in my forties and now gone through like I'm at, the, I'm at a new season of life in my forties, um, if I could go back and look back, number one, always track your cycles. So um, I've made a resource guide to um, with a couple of resources that are free that are um, like. I just wish that these were in the school system. So mm-hmm. one um, with health is looking at your cycles. And then number two, the next the next place to start is developing a healthy mindset. And when I say healthy mindset, it's really about deciding what healthy means to you. Um, again, we've all been taught to look outside of ourselves, um, which is great. Um, but then there needs to be like a healthy line, a healthy boundary where we don't get caught up in over consuming information and ideas out there to the point where we come up with all this information and then we don't know how to actually apply it or put it into action. And so I really encourage, um, just like even on my health journey, there was different seasons where it was all about learning about nutrition. There was different seasons where it was having the courage to get a babysitter. So I didn't feel guilty that I wanted to go and fill my cup being on a soccer team again. Like I waited till my daughter was eight years old before I felt like I deserved to go do something fun that was not work. Like I had a higher value on um, working. Like working seemed like a good enough reason or idea to be away from my child. And so what I wanna encourage women is like, no, like you, you, you have to also fill your joy cup. And if you're not, you're just gonna be complaining, naggy, miserable. And, and it, it trickles into your work it trickles mm-hmm. into your business and you're not gonna <laughs> yeah you're not gonna be attracting the things that you want in your life um with that so having the healthy mindset is super important um what did i say here i go more into that as well okay. um and the third third the third piece is like so once we've looked at our hormones and looking at how um and when i say like tracking hormones is that there are different like i'm just gonna go back to that the reason why I want to go back to the hormones is that there's certain times in our cycle when we actually have like high energy. And mm-hmm. those, are time, those are the times where we can actually maximize. So there, yes, there are times in our cycle when, wow, I've just got this unlimited energy. Yeah, there's probably about two weeks in your cycle if you're functioning um, like say a consistent 28-day cycle where there you, you have high est- estrogen, which means those are the weeks that you can afford to do those eight to 10 hour days. So you know, what if we, you know, what I encourage women to do, especially women in business that are, you know, they're just naturally nurturing and, you know, have the ability to, to magically multitask is to plan, you know, plan your activities around your cycles. And this is something I've been, I've been doing more of. And I feel like my body is just saying, like, thank you for yeah. that. <laughs> right. And, you know, and then there's times in your cycle when, you know, when it, when it's your menstrual cycle, you are supposed to be resting. And so this is why uh, it's like really paying attention, tracking your cycle, um, checking in with your energy each day. I highly recommend like when you first start tracking your cycles is to get a journal. And there's even, uh, if, if anybody who has that book, Do Less. Yeah. If anybody has that book, Do Less, she had, Kate Northrup has wonderful examples of um, how to check track your energy and I've really adopted some of the like the ideas and I mean it's a book it's an it's it's a time and energy management for busy moms but I say like any woman who's busy and ambitious on the go mm-hmm. you're still gonna benefit from what she advocates in here um, awesome yeah <laughs> um and then the the third the third step in the framework would be again eating nourishing food so um I used to opt for 
not not so great foods or you know things that were um like there's really no such thing so i want to clarify there's really no such thing as a bad food it's it's about um choosing foods that actually are nutrient dense that actually fill your cup versus um sending your body again there's so many things going on like in our body chemically <laughs> um that you know we that can take us out it's kind of like you get that feeling where you're sluggish after eating a turkey dinner um like our body you know if we if we're starting to like learn the process of how can we pair like balanced meals and actually eat more frequently um many of the clients that i <laughs> worked with they often tell me uh like when we actually look at like how they spend their time and look at how like how are they filling their cup um we look at like how are you nourishing yourself and most times women like the number one thing they're dehydrated so they're not drinking enough water and yeah. they're often like skipping meals and so even just getting in the habit of um nourishing your body like eating enough drinking enough water like we're not taking anything away um but just even starting with little things like that um because if we get too caught up in the busy work and then we're and then we're ignoring our bodies well guess what our bodies are so smart they're just going to store the unwanted stuff on our bodies in their least favorite places um and it's because we're not managing our metabolism so yeah keep it there simple like in a simple form is just that you know, we need, we need to make sure that we're nourishing our, our food um, and food that actually gives us life. The fourth component um, I encourage is moving your body. Um, just finding some type of movement. And I've had even clients where like they already work at a job that's uh, pretty late, high labor intensive. Uh, I used to work in a high labor environment in the restaurant industry and you were just moving a mile a minute. And even though that, you know, kept, kept me pretty, you know, decent shape, um, but it really wasn't the same thing as say like doing something for enjoyment or something that's actually like soothing and, and you walk away feeling like good, you know, like I yeah. didn't feel good at the job because yeah. I was dehydrated. You don't, yeah. you don't get breaks or any of that stuff. So you're, you're basically depleting your tank and then you come home and you're a grumpy mom for your kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, um, finding a way to even just incorporate 10 to 30 minutes, like something, it, it's really a gift to you and your body will say thank you in return. So um, many of us were, were forced to stay at home right now. And there's so many, there's so many um, like good free, um, like yoga, if you're into yoga or wanting to increase your flexibility or just going for a walk around the neighborhood or um, if you're looking for like someone that's an accountability buddy, like I, you know, there's tons of women in these Facebook groups. There's lots of women that are like happy to be an accountability partner and say like, Hey, I'll go, you, know, you might have to do it virtually. Um, but if it means having someone, you know, your yes person to help you get out the door, I highly recommend that. So just doing something yeah. that's just for you. And then the last component, um, would be having community and support. Um, I remember, uh, as a single parent. Um, I left my small town and moved moved to a bigger city. And although I had my older sister here, and thankfully it was through my older sister, I was able to uh, get connected with her friends and her community. Um, but they were a lot. They were a lot of people that didn't have kids. And so, at that stage in my life, um, because I didn't want to be at home and alone, um, I was willing to say yes if someone was as long as it was an appropriate environment. But I was willing to bring my kid along with me. If it meant that I just you know, I wasn't just at home alone with a crying baby and I had, you know, and, and in the end, it was just, it just kind of takes the, the sanity, like the mom. Yeah. Sanity and, you know, and then you can feel like a normal person having like adult conversation rather than, you know, talking gibberish with your toddler. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, having that going out there and, you know, if you don't have a village, like being willing to look at ways to create that, that village of support. Um, so that, like, when I look at that to, like, yeah, that stage of my life and how how would I approach things differently to increase my energy and time, those are the five, those are the five ways I would have, and, and I was doing them kind of choppy and messy, and um, but now seeing, like, seeing the path and what it's been like, um, I, I would start looking at those things ASAP. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's a huge help in, like, you know, we, if we're just like going, 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 and then you start like entering stress and cortisol levels and other crazy stuff in and 
you know, we're talking about energy and weight and other things that just like all just keeps spiraling down. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so even if you just, I think if a lot of people who are struggling with some of these things, if they just even just like say, I'm going to start doing this and do this for two, three weeks. And then I'll, you know, once I feel more comfortable with that as a routine, then I can start adding in other little things as I go. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you bring that up. Um, I, the, the thing I notice most busy do is we tend to either take on too much too quickly. And so um, even just looking at that framework, like just like in the beginning, like just pick one thing. Be like, okay, I'm really going to focus in on say, I'm just going to track my hormones do that for six to eight weeks, like try that for two rounds. Like if there's anything else, um, less is more, because if we try to, I I find, um, where we quit on ourselves is if we start doing too many things. And so Mm -hmm. I'm just picking one thing, getting it incorporated, you know, integrated into practice. And then from there, once you've got, you know, once you've adjusted to that routine and you want to start taking a look at some other practices and, and really it's, it's, um, it's not, it's meant to be like a, a you know a, a lifelong um, journey so that um, you can maintain and sustain. And so uh, often what I see is um, a lot of women will take on and be like, I'm going to try all the ten things, and then you can barely get one thing done. <laughs> so right, <laughs> um, highly encourage like just pick like one one thing, do that for time for that period of time, and then and then add on. Um, I wouldn't add on more than three things, like three things over an eight week period max. Um, Cause our, yeah, brain, yeah that'd be my recommendation. Yeah. That could be a lot. Um, yeah. Cause I know I've been in a place before where like, okay, well I'm going to start on Monday and this is what my day is going to look like. And it's like, I'm going to wake up at five 30, even though I'm waking up at like nine right now, <laughs> you know, you just like have these crazy big goals and you're just going to be like, you know, perfect all of a sudden one day mm-hmm. and it's just doesn't work that way. By 10 a.m. you're like, I've totally screwed up. It's like over. <laughs> I can't do this. Right? Yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious. So what what makes you want to get up at 5 a.m.? Oh, so like really my goal is like, like I've been getting up around, you know, 630 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do work a full time job and I have three kids and a husband and I'm trying to, um, I'm working on a coaching business too. Mm-hmm. So for me, if I have un- uninterrupted time in the morning, then I can really focus and get a lot of work done for my business. And then I got to go to work. And then after that, it's like family time. So um, if I don't have that time in the morning, then like if I oversleep, then my kids wake me up and then it's like reaction mode all day. Mm-hmm. So just, getting up before everybody else makes a huge difference for me in my day. Kudos to you. Like, how the heck are you doing all that? <laughs> one thing at a time. <laughs> it wasn't, <laughs> you don't do it all one day. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So do you have any, do you have any questions about like, is there any topic? I know we were talking about like how like tracking, we were talking a bit about, tracking cycles and stuff is there is there one of those five that you want to deep dive into a little more um i don't know um what do you what what questions that you have like um with your energy with my energy so i know i don't eat great all the time um um and like i know i find myself skipping breakfast pretty often it's like coffee ends up being breakfast and then Mm. it's like you know I fit lunch in when work allows and then dinner's like whenever Mm. (laughs) and so even you know sometimes it's like well what if I'm behind on like housework and there's dishes in the sink and then that means I have to do dishes and I have to so I can cook dinner and then I'm like I don't want to do that (laughs) and we'll order food Mm -hmm. so that's something that's yeah it's like, you know, this, the cycle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Is there, I was so saying here, see, I was going to say, um, with, uh, some more notes here. Give me one second. Yeah, no, you're fine. <laughs> but, um, 
I wrote something here on boundaries mm. that I want to talk about. So yes, like boundaries. Um, and I think, and this is how, um, because I like guess busy women, um, we're doing all the things. And um, so something I wrote down here was knowing, don't, really taking the time to know what your yeses and nos are. Mm-hmm. Um, being Becoming more aware, because I think in moms in general, we're just naturally over givers. And then we don't always, um, we don't always make great receivers. Some of us, not all of us. Yeah. <laughs> so it's right. Cause we're so just in the habit of we're the caretakers, we're the moms, we're the nurturers. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so when I wrote here about boundaries, um, knowing your yeses and nos really um, like, and, and how, like as a single mom, something that, something that really helped me along the way that I, that I didn't. Like it wasn't until it wasn't until um, 2010 I was working. I hired a life coach, and she introduced me to this concept of um, every time you say yes to something, what is it that you're saying no to to yourself? And I just thought like I'd never heard anything like this, and I just thought it was the most brilliant thing. I thought I literally thought I actually I actually thought to myself like, I'm allowed to. Like it was really a, a, I'm allowed to do that. Like I can have that. I'm allowed to say no. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I just come from like, I'm, I'm a, I don't know if you have women in your group that are, you know, recovering people pleasers, perfectionists. Oh yeah. I'm sure we do. Yeah. So I get for sure, for sure. I'm, I'm like, I'm still on the path of being a recovering people pleaser and, um, really just wanting to make sure everybody around me is like good and happy, even at the expense of say like my own needs. And so, um, I really want to encourage like moms and women is that um, if you if you can cultivate this idea and habit of that it's really good to fill your cup to, ha- to fill your joy cup because um, like our I used to think that happiness was someone else's responsibility like I used to actually I used to <laughs> you can ask my family uh, like I used to be like quite negative <laughs> and complaining and, and unhappy and um, it wasn't until yeah like when I started when I started down the personal development um, pathway and um, like I started signing up for programs because I wasn't, there were things that I just hadn't learned. There were, you know, communication tools I hadn't learned. Um, and so, yeah, just even, even just um, my coach gave me, that was my homework for one week. She's like, I want you to start paying attention to everything that you're saying yes to, everything, everything you're saying no to. Um, Cause I found what I discovered from that practice was there was a lot of promises that I was breaking to myself and, and it, actually um there's like a huge huge reason why i felt bad inside or felt guilty is because i wasn't keeping promises or i'd overcommit and then not finish things and so it just became this ongoing pattern and so um i put that under the boundary section is because maybe some of us weren't brought up with um like knowing that we're allowed to have uh, create boundaries in our life um and it's mm-hmm. going to change from season to season you know like obviously when kids are younger you know, things are going to, roles and responsibilities are going to be different. And so um, also under boundaries was, um, I wrote down here asking for help. Like asking for help if you're an independent woman can be one of the hardest things that you have to do. Yeah. (laughs) So um, it's, uh, if I didn't, if I didn't learn how to ask for help, even when it felt yuck, even when it felt gross, even when I, I even had, you know friends support me like how do I ask for help ask for help it will it will it will make you be a better mom yeah and help make you be a better mom yeah and it's it's funny because a lot of us think that if we have to ask for help it means we're a bad mom but it's the opposite (laughs) like once you start like clearly communicating and um just like hey I need help with this or you know what, I'm going to say no to this because I could do it, but I don't think I should right now because I have other priorities and this doesn't align with those. Um, Cause a lot of times we just say yes because we can and we want to be helpful and we want to, you know, support people around us. But sometimes it's the best thing to just say, you know what, I can't do that right now or, you know, set up better boundaries. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, sometimes at work, like, we get bombarded with things all day and then um, say, hey, I answer my emails at these two times a day or something mm-hmm. and I'll get back to you when I can um, just to give us a little bit of space. 
So there's there's a lot of different things to do and a lot of different ways to look at things um, to try to work on those boundaries and when to say yes or no to somebody and, and their priorities when they don't align with our priorities. Well, and I, I remember, um, I don't know if you can relate to this. I remember thinking, I, I remember believing at one point when I, tried that when I heard no, it meant that it was bad. Mm-hmm. So I was often afraid to like, oh, I shouldn't ask for anything. And really no, just, I, I had a mentor once teach me as well. She's like, no, just means not right now. And um, when someone says no, um, it's them honoring their stuff. Just like if you were to say no or yes, you know, it's you honoring yours and it doesn't mean anything good or bad. It's just, okay. Um, but I, you know, I really had to change. Yeah. It's just, it was just changing the relationship around. Like if someone said no, Mm-hmm. you know making meaning out of that um, um so yeah I, I put a note here saying like you know ask you know, as a mom like ask for what you need and ditch the mom guilt like ditch ditch the mom guilt as best you can it has it has no place like hanging on to mom guilt is actually gonna get in the way of you having everything that you want um yeah so a wasted feeling hard easier said than done but you just gotta go find other women that are on, on the same table as you that are they don't believe in mom guilt and they're gonna like help lift you up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like uh, for a lot of women, it's ingrained in the way like their mom raised them, and you just think it's part of normal mom life, mm-hmm. and it's um, it's something you know we or society has made up, and we can step back out of that and look at it a different way and it just changes everything mm-hmm. it does it, it changes everything um mm-hmm. yeah like i just yeah i think it's uh it's beautiful to see that there's a lot more moms that are that are taking you know you hear the phrase take your power back but they but they are they're empowering themselves to mm-hmm. um to, to to create a life that um is, is only going to role model um, the, the same same um, same same legacy moments to their kids for them to realize like okay like I don't need to work until my eyes bleed to be successful <laughs> right yeah yeah yep and then go ahead I was gonna say tying back into the mindset you were talking about and how you had um, you finally hired a life coach back in 2010. Like I've, I work with, I've worked with my first coach since March now. Um, and that's kind of how you and I found each other in our network is we've, we have a mutual coach in common. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where a lot of my deeper mindset work has come in. And that's like, I can't recommend highly enough how valuable it's been just to have a coach with that kind of knowledge and those kind of tools to give you and to help you it really just takes working with a person sometimes most of the time to work out of a lot of those beliefs because they're just kind of there for us and we take it as at face value and at reality. And, um, you know, it's just something we or society is made up and that we tell ourselves and it, it's not necessarily true. And, um, it's not something that has to be a part of our life. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, it's just been um, an incredible shift to make that kind of commitment and to work with someone to help bring bring that out of us um, and to move past it. Absolutely, and um, it's it's interesting. Like again, I think I think a lot of busy women like we just because like, we we love to research and that's great. We love to be on this you know the self discovery journey and figure and and there's a there's a real passion there. Of, their uh, enjoyment of figure things out on your own, which is totally great. Um, but I always just say, like, if you, you know, if you're, if you're someone who, if you feel like you're hitting the repeat cycle of, of not feeling good, you're kind of cranky, you're not feeling happy, kind of just feel like you, you have this awakening where you're thinking, like, wow, I feel like I'm living the exact same day, and you're not happy about it. <laughs> then there's, yeah. there's probably a limiting belief. There's probably something most guaranteed there's something there to take a closer look at um but oftentimes when you're the person that's like well you're you're you and you're in the driver's seat is that you can't always see your blind spots and so when you have 
you have mentors or guides, coaches, um, they're, they're there to just be a mirror for you. They, you know, while, you know, cause while you've been busy in your head, yeah, <laughs> I know the thing, it's not a bad thing. Right. Um, but no. while you've been busy there. Um, your, uh, you know, your point of view, it's only going to be directed at like what it is that you like actually know. And it's going to cancel out anything like new that's possible for you. And oftentimes it's when you have that person there to help ask questions. Um, so you can like drop down and not be the thinker. You can be the person there on the receiving end. Um, we talk about receiving. Yeah. Um, just the gift of man, the gift of having someone hold space and help you process answering questions, as well as like when you're when you you, you hit you, you're faced with something challenging, and then they have the tools to actually walk you through um, to have that breakthrough. Mm-hmm. So you can see past that. So um, yeah. Noelle has uh, got a lot of experience here helping moms deal with stress, and she seems to do it so well with three kids and a husband. <laughs> Thanks. Fourth kid. <laughs> I'm kidding. What's that? Yeah. yeah. Fourth kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, thank so, you. Yeah, I would, you know, when you asked me to jump on today and, and say, um, speak to this, so like, you know, the theme here, I just thought, like, just, I know routines can seem like boring and unsexy and this and that. Um, but really having a consistent routine. So um, like one being health is number one and uh, and that five, those five um, step frameworks for more energy, highly looking at like slowing down, looking at that. Um, number two, um, from, from that point, really knowing your yeses and your noes and your commitments. So it's really creating a list of boundaries because whatever, you, you know, our seasons of our lives change. And so, um, you know, especially if you're in a place where um, you're wondering like, well, how come the way I used to do things aren't working for any working for me anymore? Um, it might be that it's time to like up level your commitments or um, look at making changes because like what used to work is no longer serving. And um, that's when um, you can look to um, other methods, other ways, other um, mentors who are leading in a way that you're hoping to learn and grow from. So um, having someone like Noelle here, who's leading the way for, um, to help women managing their stress. Um, look to her because she's going to be that that person that's um, doing the work. And so, and you want to, yeah, you want to be connected with people that are like they're actually doing the work daily, <laughs> um, because those are the people that are going to be able to help you. Yeah. Uh, and then the um, so having a routine with your boundaries. And then I also um, and then the third thing would be work and biz. And work and biz used to be like priority before my health and everything else. And now I'm happy to say like work and biz is not like number one because I, I can't be my best self if my health is 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 not great. And mm-hmm. so number three would be having a consistent routine like Noelle has. She's she, you know she's experimenting and be willing to be okay that it's going to be messy. It's not going to be you're not going to hit it out of the ballpark right away. Yep. Um, you're, you're experimenting because again like it might one season the schedule might work for you and another season it might not and so. When I think back to being a single mom, the one thing that was so, so helpful um, was having a set schedule. So for me, I knew that I needed a Monday to Friday schedule. And that is and, and that is what I did because I was able to, I, like, I didn't have a lot of support. So I had to like make it work for me. So making a schedule that like matches, um, matches your commitments and, and knowing that like, you can show up. Um, so work in biz, again, I wrote here, ask for what you want. If you can, no one's a mind reader. So when in mm-hmm. doubt, sorry, no, you're fine. <laughs> sorry. Um, when in doubt, um, you gotta be willing to ask for help. And uh, it's not a this or that or either, or like you, you know, if there's things that you really feel strongly and passionate about, excited about, um, it's not, it doesn't have to be either or like, why can't you have both? And so mm-hmm. here, Noelle is an example. She's, she's building the business. She's working her job. She's got kids and family. Like she's, she's literally like in there creating her life. Um, and these are all the things that she desired. And so be willing to ask, ask for help if you need it and go for what you want uh, and schedule it out. Um, you know, plan your daycare. Uh, you know, so it's really, again, this falls back into like the slow, this is all things. If you just slow down and, and do these, uh, create these routines in your life, they will help. Um, mm-hmm. And then the fourth thing that helped me um, so that I wasn't always um, trapped and at home um, 
you know, like I didn't always just want to be sat at home with my, with my child. I wanted to be out there engaging with other moms or other people. Um, and so there, I'd say the first eight years of my life with my daughter, um, I would, again, I always ask for help. Um, you know, so sometimes my daughter, she'd be at her dad's on like every other weekend, or sometimes I'd get my mom to help out, uh, or ask my sister or friend to even just hang out with my daughter for a couple hours just so I could take a shower so again mm -hmm. being willing to ask for that help and I chose extracurricular activities where um, it was something I could do together with my daughter and so um, there was a season where I did girl guides and that felt terrifying to me I did you know so we did a season of that we did a season of baseball like I my only rule with my kid was uh, even if she didn't like it we would just finish what we started and she never had to do it again so like that was my only boundary yeah <laughs> because I'm in there with her and there's a lot of times I didn't enjoy it either so you know <laughs> just, just, I really wanted her to just get the yeah start it finish it because it was because that was something that I wasn't very good at and I thought I'm like okay how can I start to like show her in these little microwaves um finish what you start um, yeah give yourself permission that um, you don't have to like stay in it or feel like you have to do it, um, but just, you know, finish the season. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, and I chose things that were fun and made life meaningful. And so, um, so yeah, make it, make it, you know, be selfish about it. If you're going to put yourself in an activity with your kid, at least let it be something where you've been uh, curious about it or thought like, oh, maybe even if you feel terrified and excited, there's probably a good chance you've been curious about trying it. Um, it's just that initial first step, getting getting into that environment. Um, but once you get talking to people, like they're just as terrified as you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that was, that was, yeah, that was what I, yeah, just having consistent routines, those four things. So, you know, focus on your health, know what your boundaries are, um, create routines in your work biz, wherever you're spending the most time. And then for having some type of ex extracurricular, that's fun because life can't just be like, it can't be life without fun or else you're going to be miserable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah well, thank you so much. This has been so helpful. Yeah. Um, and then if you want to, I know you said that you have that guide to offer everyone. If you just want to like pop that in the comments mm. below when we're done. Um, and then tell us a little bit more about where we can find you, where you'd like us to check you out at. Awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah. And then my business page is um, you can follow, follow me at self mastery is self love. And it's a self mastery, self love coaching and development um that's that's where i hang out and then if you're looking for and again i mentioned before a community and support just like noelle's mm -hmm. got her i'm inside noelle's community um i i have a facebook it's called a live a healthier lifestyle community and it's it's a community for all women all inclusive doesn't matter how old you are uh, it's really designed to be a space for you to get support so, I, so we can all motivate you celebrate you at whatever level stage you are on your health journey like it's all beautiful um, and so in there I, I run challenges in there and um, it's just a way for women to share their wins and um, connect and make friends it's a global community yep. so I have that as well yeah awesome <laughs> yeah so anybody interested in hearing more from Michelle go check her out at all those places um, I believe I believe I'm in your group too and like it's it's awesome I love the engagement there and um, just how how everyone's supporting each other um, so yeah um, yeah and, and I will what I'll do is um, I made I made a resource guide and it's just I mean I, I called it a single mom cheat sheet but really it can be like an any mom cheat sheet and yeah. all it is it just it talks about just the, the five um, step energy framework um, to just begin exploring like hey how can I really claim my energy back as a woman and, and do it in a way that's honoring your like your female body because we're not um the last thing I want to say is like we're not dudes and so mm -hmm. uh, I'm not about the hustle like these tools are there for a woman to just start the practice of not looking outside of herself anymore it's really about getting curious and compassionate and having fun with understanding how how she operates and bringing mm -hmm. your energy in a way that serves you and your and your ideal life yeah all right <laughs> yeah 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be here, Michelle, and um, that you're part of our group and that you're just so willing to, um, you know, come come on and share all this with us and be so supportive. Well, so I, I really appreciate and I know the other women do too. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah, it has. All right. Well, I'll be seeing you soon. And then, yeah, just, um, just um, drop the link for your um, resource and then, um, yeah, I'll see you around. <laughs> Thanks, Noel. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Welcome back. It's Michelle. So what did you think of that episode? Did Was there any aha moments for you? Was there any takeaways for you, especially as a mom or solo mom and you're um, in your, your business and doing all the things and in the household and wearing all the hats and uh, chasing your dreams? I'd love to know what your biggest takeaway from this interview was. And also just wanted to, as we wind down this re this episode here, uh, I always just like to let you know there's some great places where we can get social and hang out. You can get to know me. I get to know you. Uh, if you're someone that loves to hang out on Instagram, you can come and follow me over on my Instagram page at selfmasteryisselflove. Or if you're more of a Facebook um, person, loves to hang out on Facebook, you can also head on over to my Facebook business page at Self Mastery is Self Love. Or if you're also in the place where you think, wow, I'm like, I just want to be surrounded by some amazing, motivated, high vibe, positive women who are also um, nurturing their needs and making their health priority number one so you can show up as the vibrant boss babe that I know you're, you're working towards being you can come and join my Live a Healthier Lifestyle Facebook community where I share bonus trainings as well as host my super popular Start Loving Your Body Again four-day challenge, which is coming up in August. So I'm super excited for that. So this is just a way for you to get early access there. If you check out the show notes uh, after this podcast, there'll be links that you can just like, click and join. All that I ask um, each woman to do uh, who enters the group is uh, that you answer the questions. I love hearing what your goals and intentions are for your health journey. And it also just helps me take care of the integrity of the women in the group as this is um, a safe, fun, motivating environment, but it is only for women. So no dudes, sorry. <laughs> and from here, you'll get um, lots of fun trainings. Uh, and also too, I love hearing your questions and your aha moments. And so if you are someone that loves to jump in the DMs or reply to stories, I love connecting with you. So if you send me a message, it'll be me uh, sending a response on the other end uh, authentically <laughs> because I love getting to know uh, the community and the audience. So feel free to send me a message. It is me respond responding. You'll get that personalized attention from me. And I want to thank you again. I do hope that you'll subscribe to this, this Self Mastery Self Love podcast and give it some extra love. Share your reviews. And I promise that I will be sharing so many more ways that you can master loving your mind, your body, your spirit, honoring your emotions and every season of your life on your health journey. Because when all those things come together, you truly have access to living a life that is meaningful and amazing and will help you show up as the most amazing, vibrant human being, not just in your business, your relationships at home and your favorite environments where you like to have fun. So this is Michelle. I am so excited to be here with you and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Make it a great day. Bye for now.